I mean, in Gaza, God forbid, if there, if this coronavirus is spread because it's very crowded, um, it would be very difficult. Welcome to Baptist Without an Adjective, a podcast of Word and Way. I'm your host, Word and Way editor and president, Brian Kaler. On this program, we'll hear from Baptists from across the denominational, ethnic, national, and ideological lines that too often divide us. At Word and Way, we've been informing and inspiring Baptists since 1896. Learn more about us at wordandway.org. This episode is sponsored in part by the 2020 ChurchNet Spring Gathering, now a virtual event due to coronavirus. Join ChurchNet online on April 24th at 2 p.m. for their spring gathering, Hope Overflowing, based on Romans 15.3. Keynote speaker will be Paul Masisa, president of the Baptist World Alliance and a pastor in South Africa. Also be reports on missions efforts in Guatemala and Cuba and how you can connect and get involved. Find out more information at churchnet.org and then join them online April 24th at 2 p.m. This episode is also brought to you by the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship. The Cooperative Baptist Fellowship is a network of people and churches working together to spread the hope of Christ. For more than 25 years, CBF has been driven by its mission to serve Christians and churches as they discover and fulfill their God-given mission. Join the fellowship at work in long-term global missions in more than 25 countries. Join them too as they strive to form healthy congregations and support the ministers that serve them. Put your faith to action. Visit cbf.net to get connected. In this episode of Baptist Without an Adjective, we're going to have a short conversation with Hannah Massad. He's a Baptist pastor who grew up in Gaza, spent 30 years pastoring the Gaza Baptist Church. They're the only Protestant church in the Gaza Strip. He's going to be talking about the current situation with the coronavirus. Obviously, it's been a significant story globally. More than 900,000 people have been infected. More than 40,000 people have died from this. It is a tragic story across the globe in so many countries, but there's also a lot of concern that this could be a significant problem, a true humanitarian crisis if it erupted in the Gaza Strip. The first couple of cases uh, came on March 22nd, so it's just now starting to get to the Gaza Strip. At least seven others have also been infected by those first couple who had traveled home from Pakistan via Egypt. But with Gaza's borders to Israel and Egypt closed, except to allow Gazans to return home, we essentially have about 2 million people that are trapped in this 141-square-mile territory. It's about the size of Detroit, Michigan, or Las Vegas, Nevada, but with three times the population of those cities. And so it's a place where social distancing remains difficult, if not impossible, with an average of 13,000 people living in each square mile. And with this territory being cut off from the outside world for 13 years, unemployment in Gaza was already at 52% and the poverty level already at 50% before the global economic impact that we're starting to see from coronavirus. This area remains under an Israeli blockade that prevents many humanitarian and basic supplies from reaching the territory. And in addition to a lack of cleaning and protective medical supplies, there are only about 70 intensive care unit beds and only about 50 ventilators in all of Gaza, 70 and 50 for a population of 2 million, meaning that the already inadequate health system cannot handle a large coronavirus outbreak. So this really is 
an alarming situation. And Hannah's going to help talk a little bit about what this means, particularly for the Gaza Baptist community that he's still in contact and still ministering with there today. But before we get into that interview, and like I said, it's a short interview. We actually conducted it through Facebook. Uh, and so this, uh, this is an audio first for me, but I'm excited to be able to bring some of this firsthand account from someone who knows this region probably better than any Baptist that we could talk to. But before we get to that, I wanted to mention the fact that if you're looking for even more content about how the coronavirus is impacting Baptists around the world, I really would encourage you to go to our website at wordandway.org. I think it's fair to say that there is no one that has had more news stories about more different types of Baptists in this coronavirus crisis than Word and Way. And while there are a lot of opinion pieces you can read about this, and those are important, and we've had some of those well, some pastoral advice and perspectives as, as ministers are, are struggling and discovering new ways of ministry in this uncharted time, uh, learning ways to minister that they were not taught in seminary. And we have some of those perspectives from some pastors on our website, and those, those opinion pieces are important. But I also think this is a time when we particularly need news and information. And Word and Way is providing that in a way that no one else is doing. We've had nearly daily articles on our site since March 8th. About half of those have been domestic, focused on issues that are impacting Baptists and other Christians here in the United States. But then a little bit more than half of those have been international. Because this is a global pandemic, and it is important that we know what's happening to our global body. Everyone is suffering in some similar ways. Everyone's figuring out how to do virtual worship, for instance, in different contexts, in different countries. But there's also some very unique ways that different Baptist communities are suffering and ministering because of their unique culture, their unique situation, perhaps as a small minority, unlike in the United States. So I think these stories are helpful for us to get a bigger picture of how this global pandemic is impacting the global Baptist family. So, for instance, we've had stories not only about Israel and Palestine and Jordan, which we'll be hearing a little bit about from Hannah, but also Japan and Hong Kong, Italy, Germany and Poland, Lebanon, Denmark and Norway, Croatia, South Africa, India, and more. And, and more are coming because there are so many stories that need to be told from so many Baptists right now. And so please go and check out our articles at wordandway.org. And I hope that you will help support our ministry in this time as we're trying to provide you the news and information that you need to be more informed, not just so that you, you know what's happening, but so that your prayer life can be more informed. Because Paul tells us that when one part of the body suffers, we all mourn. But it's really hard to mourn with our global Baptist brothers and sisters if we don't even know how they're suffering. And so we're trying to provide that information that you can't find anywhere else that you need in a time like this. So check out those articles at wordandway.org. You'll find them all in the Baptist section there on our homepage. So now let's move to our conversation with Hannah Massad, a Baptist pastor from Gaza. He wrote a book called Pastor from Gaza, and I would encourage you to check that out. He now runs a ministry called Christian Mission to Gaza. He continues to engage in ministry there in Gaza, as well as Israel and Jordan. So here's my conversation with Hannah Massad of Christian Mission to Gaza. Well, Hannah, I'm glad that we could have a chance to talk about what's happening in Gaza. As you know, the first case of coronavirus was found there in the Gaza Strip, March 22nd. Several more have been discovered. So I wonder if you could help us understand... Why, the, why is this such an alarming uh, situation? Thank you, Brian. Concerning Gaza, you know, there was uh, 
two cases uh, like a week ago and about nine cases uh, a few days ago. And the people concerned about that. I mean, in Gaza, God forbid, if there, if this coronavirus is spread because it's very crowded, um, it would be very difficult. And because the the health, um, the hospitals and the medical health is uh, is limited um, and they didn't have uh, the enough facilities to take care of the people, that would be really very bad. So, so we hope and pray um, that would be very limited there. But uh, this is the information I have people kind of nervous about the cases I mentioned and they try to isolate them on the border between Egypt and Gaza, on on the Gaza side. Well, we definitely join with you in prayers that this outbreak can be limited and contained there in Gaza because it could be a just a devastating situation. Before we talk about the impact that this is having on Gaza Baptist Church, I thought we should probably do a little bit of background, a little bit of history about the church that you pastored for for many years, written about it in your 2018 book, Pastor from Gaza. I recommend it. It's an interesting story. I learned a lot about Gaza from you in that book. We ran an excerpt of it in Word Away Magazine back early in 2019. So I wonder if you could tell us about Gaza Baptist Church. Gaza Baptist started by uh, Southern Baptist missionaries in um, 1954. And uh, I pastored that church for about 12 years. It's the only evangelical church, as you know, in Gaza. The Christian community in Gaza, it's about 1,000 individuals out of 2 million Muslims. And so the Christian community may be about 350 families to 370 families, about that. Uh, So, yeah, this is the situation and there is a library a part of the church in gaza so there's also two other churches in gaza a greek orthodox uh, and the latin church kind of a catholic uh, and gaza baptist uh, a church yeah there's more details in my book uh, thank you for mentioning it i hope this is helpful Thank you for that background. What's the impact now of the coronavirus situation, some of the lockdown restrictions that are occurring from the government on Gaza Baptist Church? And basically, uh, for the coming Sundays, uh, they not allow uh, people to meet in churches. So the Gaza Baptist Church, you know, it's very, very small people go to Sunday evening where they have the worship and uh, there is no pastor there now. The pastor from Egypt, he left a few weeks ago. So now the church without the pastor. And there's a couple of leaders who are leading the service. Your ministry, Christian Mission to Gaza, you, you work not only in Gaza, but also you frequently are in Israel and in the West Bank and in Jordan. And I know that you were in Jordan. You wrote about that in your ministry newsletter and had to actually come back a little bit early from your planned trip. Didn't make it over to Gaza on this trip because of the coronavirus outbreak and some of the travel restrictions that are coming from that. And so I wonder if you could tell us, what's the situation like in Jordan as well? Concerning Jordan, I came from Jordan uh, March 15 
And Jordan basically, under curfew, they allow them to go for food. Concerning our ministry in Jordan, uh, we partner with, I mean, Christian Mission to Gaza partner with the Christian Missionary Alliance Church. Uh, We work together. And we have about uh, 900 families. We help about 4,000 individuals. And the majority are Iraqi Christian refugees. But when I was there, uh, before the 15th of March, we were able to meet. But now they're not allowed to meet in Jordan as well. So, yeah, so this is basically uh, the basic information we have. Hannah, thank you so much for being able to give us some updates about Gaza and Jordan and your ministry. and, And I hope that it will be able to continue and many blessings upon you. Okay, thank you. I hope this is helpful. Blessings. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Baptist Without an Adjective. You can learn more about Hannah Massad and his ministry, Christian Mission to Gaza, at cm2g.org. And that's the number two. It's not spelled out. And it stands for Christian Mission to Gaza, cm2g.org. You can also check out his 2018 book, Pastor from Gaza. And as I mentioned earlier, I really do recommend it. It's an interesting book if you'd like to learn more about this place that we honestly don't know a lot about, and particularly about the small Baptist evangelical community there, check out his book. You can just go to tinyurl.com slash gazapastor. That's tinyurl.com slash gazapastor. As always, you can find us at wordandway.org. And don't forget to check out our sponsoring partners for this week's episode, ChurchNet's Digital Spring Gathering at churchnet.org, and the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship at cbf.net. If you've enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will share it with your friends on Facebook and head over to iTunes or your favorite podcast platform and write a positive review to help more people to find the show. You can find easy-to-share links at podcast.wordandway.org. And if you'd like to give the support of this program, we greatly appreciate it, particularly in this very unusual time of ministry that we find ourselves in. We are producing a lot more content about coronavirus and its impact on Baptists around the world. So we really could use your support during these difficult days. All you have to do at wordandway.org is hit the donate button, and whatever you give there will help the support the production of this podcast, as well as our website and monthly magazine. And speaking of that award-winning magazine, if you're not a subscriber, let me give you a deal. You can get one year for half off by going to tinyrel.com slash wwoffer. Really, I think that once you start reading it, you will realize that you want to continue. So check us out, tinyrl.com slash wwoffer. If you have any comments or feedback about this program, You can send those to me at bkaler at wordandway.org. And I hope that everyone can stay safe, wash your hands, stay home as much as possible, enjoy your church online. Thanks for listening.